baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 844, 16 before 9. Tommy Tucker, WWL, joined by our friend Leslie Harris, New Orleans City Council member. Good morning, madam. How are you? Good morning. How are you? I am okay. Did you have a good weekend? I did. I had a great weekend. Good. Let's talk about short-term rentals. What happened on Thursday? So uh, we have let – me, let me start at the beginning. I think we talked about this Please before. Please do that, yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so the Fifth Circuit um, required the city of New Orleans to um, do away with the homestead exemption that uh, limited people from out of town – um, from having short-term rentals, and that led to a proliferation of illegal short-term rentals. Um, so what we are trying to do is walk the line between uh, complying with what the Fifth Circuit has said that we have to do and protecting our neighborhoods from illegal short-term rentals. So what we have addressed is residential short-term rentals, um, and eventually we'll talk about commercial short-term rentals. But right now um, the vote is on residential short-term rentals and who and how uh, we will go forward in the city of New Orleans with short-term rentals in residential areas. So how are you going to go forward? <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, I guess that's the, the million-dollar question. Yeah. So what happened on Thursday is that we have limited – we've made some limitations to the short-term rental rules, um, including uh, ha- making sure that people – own short-term rentals, residential short-term rentals, not LLCs, um, that the person owning it is over 18. Um, And the big issue is whether or not they are limited to a block face, which if you think about a block in New Orleans, um, could be five houses um, or a square, which would be the square of an entire uh, block. It's kind of confusing, and, and we're still working it out, but uh, ultimately the vote came down to one per square, and what uh, Council Vice President Moreno is looking at is doing uh, sort of a, um, a conditional use for additional ones if somebody comes forward and says, I really have to have a short-term rental to survive, pay my taxes, et cetera, et cetera. Huh. Be when you say that, that make, well, when you say that, it makes me think if they're using it as a short term rental, are they moving out while people move in? And you say to survive, if not, well, then they went into it as a business venture. And is it really up to the city to grant them the uh, special use exemption or whatever you called it, the variance, just so that they can make a profit or that they're having a hard time financial? Does that make sense to you, counselor, or not? 
It does. And so, listen, what we we what we have received are a lot of emails from people who are saying, I bought my house, um, and the only way, the reason that I was afford, able to afford my house is because I am running a room or I'm running a side of my house. Um, and so, you know, that's where we really have to be careful. We certainly want to preserve our neighborhoods, but we also don't want people to lose their homes. Um, because they need to have a short-term rental. At the same time, we have to think about um, our community, and our community is relatively poor, um, and whether or not people would be better off running a side of their house, for example, to permanent um, renters rather than having short-term rentals. It seems – go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you pause. I thought you stopped. Yeah, sorry. So, so that's where that's where the rub is. Quite frankly, is is how do we make sure that we have community still, and we're not in a situation where we have people who are coming in for bachelor parties or bachelorette parties, and they're running neighbors out of neighborhoods. As far as variance goes, and keep their house. That to me, to separate the investment part of it from the house they live in, it would seem as simple as owner occupied. Is it? And that's what we're that's what we're talking about is owner occupied. So that's one of the conditions that we put into the new rules okay. is you have to be an owner occupied um, resident. So you can't have whole home, for example, rentals rentals anymore. You know, Leslie, if, has- if I can figure that out, I should have realized that you were already on top of it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> a little late to the party. I'm a little late to the party, but I eventually I get there, and that's what counts, you know. Um, well, yeah. Yeah. Um, somebody, uh, I was running around my daughter on Mardi Gras Day, as a matter of fact, because they came in and I went to the Algiers Ferry. To, it's a long story. But uh, we were driving around, and, and she was pointing out houses that obviously were um, rentals because of the way they, they were built and the way they looked. And, and they really did stand out. And then she went online and verified it for me that they were. And it was amazing how she could see these houses on Algiers Point and know which ones were rentals and which ones weren't. Um, and I think that has to do a lot. Leslie, we can talk about this when we come back with um, the business part of it aside, just in terms of changing the neighborhood. Um okay. How do you get a control on that, and is that a function of zoning? Have you seen that before? Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. And and what we've seen, Tommy, frankly, is that there are a lot of illegal short-term rentals. So, you know, uh, James Place did a study, and in Central City, I think there are 150 legally listed licensed short-term rentals, but there are 500 that are operating illegally. So that's what we need to get a handle on, it is enforcement. It astounded me, quite frankly, when she would say, that's one, that's one, that's one, and look it up. And sure enough, it was. And you could tell because it just stands out from the neighborhood. It's generic. Um, it, it's easily maintained would be a way to describe it, I guess, easily cleaned. Uh, it's it's hard to put into words, but you know it when you see it, right? Yep. You can see them, and they stand out. Yep. All right, let's take a break. We'll pick it up here. We come back. If you all have any questions or comments about short-term rentals, 504-260-1870, and I'll pass them along to Council Member Leslie Harris, a very accomplished attorney who is always about five steps ahead of me. 850-10-9, traffic now, WWL. 
From the Acadian Windows and Siding WWL Traffic Center, I'm Courtney P. Good morning. I-10 West between Laplace and Gramercy still have light delay right around mile marker 201. All lanes are reopened. Traffic is easing after an earlier accident. I-10 East Kenner 2 downtown New Orleans. Moderate delay starts just beyond 310. Still a little heavy around the airport, easing at Veterans. I-10 West New Orleans East 2 downtown still seeing some residual traffic after an earlier accident at Crowder. That slowdown begins at Reed, goes through the Morrison Curve to the high rise. Downtown Elevated is busy but steady to the flyover. Flyover barely moving to Business 90. Crescent City Connection West Bank to downtown remains a very slow crawl from Terry Parkway over the river, easing at the I-10 East exit. Huey P. Long in the causeway, no delays to report there. I-55 wide open in both directions. I-12 East leaving Madisonville headed to Slidell have moderate delay just before 190. Traffic is sponsored by Acme Oyster House. All right, 856 and a half. Quickly back to Councilmember Leslie Harris to talk about short-term rentals. You know, Leslie, I always thought about going to law school if I do and, and graduate and, and pass the bar. What do you think about Harris and Tucker, attorneys at law? I like it. Let's do it. All right, sounds great to me. Here's a text that comes in speaking about being a lawyer. Government cannot limit people's economic rights like this unconstitutional. Address that quickly if you can, please. Um, well, it's it's not a right. First of all, having a short-term rental is not a right. It is privilege. Um, and so what we need to do and what we're trying to do is make sure that the short-term rentals that exist are acting legally within our city. Um, to do that, we have increased the budget of our short-term rental enforcement office. And so they're using a software to identify illegal short-term rentals um, and delist them and take them to hearing quickly. And I think enforcement is is half of this battle of making sure that there's not a proliferation of short-term rentals. Can there be exceptions, ask this text, for owners that just want to rent their home a couple of times a year like Mardi Gras, Jazz Fest, Super Bowl? Again, you need a short-term rental license, and under this the new structure, if it's in a residential neighborhood, you will have to have a license um, that would permit you to rent a room um, half a house year-round, so there's no exception just for holidays. How do the new STR rules, asks this text, apply to a building that is both commercial and residential, commercial on ground floor, residential above? So we're not addressing during this um, these hearings commercial short-term rentals. Ideally, that's how short-term rentals would work, um, where there is a commercial uh, for commercial short-term rentals, where there is a commercial entity in the bottom, and then the top would be short-term rentals in a commercial area. This is a good question. Does a short-term rental avoid hotel motel taxes that normally go to the city coffers? No, we get um, taxes from short-term rentals, so they should be remitted through whatever platform, Airbnb, um, Verbo, to the city. So the people who live in the neighborhoods, as you mentioned, we are poor. A lot of people are poor that live in the city. They usually have the, uh, the softest voice and the least say as far as what happens in their neighborhood. How do you protect the people in there and maintain the uh, integrity, the culture of the neighborhood with STRs? Okay. Yeah, I think that's what we're trying to do. And, and Tommy, that's exactly why I got into politics is to protect the people who are voiceless. Um, and I, we can see it. I mean, I can see it right in my neighborhood now where people are being moved out. And so, again, we have to protect our residential neighborhoods 
especially where people are being pushed to the the corners of New Orleans and have to take buses for two hours to come into the city center to work. That can't happen anymore. Thank you, Leslie. I appreciate your time as always. Leslie Harris, New Orleans City Council member. We come back. We're going to spend an hour talking about the role of the... Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 